your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with a, another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today, more to get to. So we will be talking about Tyson Jost, the last remaining RFA not to be signed. Does that mean anything? We will talk about him. Nikita Zadorov took a jab kind of at the Avalanche and pretty much their fans uh, on his way out the door to Chicago. We'll touch on that. Matt Nieto, no longer an Av. He signs elsewhere, and we will get to our poll. I think the one everybody has been waiting for for the 2019-2020 season grades in Nathan McKinnon. So uh, a lot of people had comments on that on Twitter. So first thing first, some housekeeping. Follow the show on social media outlets. Follow on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche. And send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions, anything on your mind to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. I also want to announce, I guess, the a two-part series on the trades that went down with the Avalanche. So we're going to do two crossover shows with the hosts of the major trades that the avalanche pulled off. So Thursday, October 15th. Yes. Will be the crossover with uh, Jack Bushman from locked on Blackhawks. And we'll be talking about the deal that the avalanche made with them. And then Friday, Gil Martin, who hosts the locked on Islanders show him and I will do a crossover event for Friday show and talk about the deals that went down between the Avalanche and the Islanders and get some info on our our new Avalanche players on our roster. So definitely check those two shows out. All right. Tyson Jost is the last man standing when it comes to RFAs. Does that mean anything? You could take this either way right now. You could take this as that's a bad sign for him. Um, Or you could take it as... You know, he what was he the a priority? No. <clears throat> so you could take it as they just got everything else out of the way and now they can work on him. But there's there's <clears throat> so many ways to look at this because you would think they gave him a qualifying offer. Uh, you would think he's kind of in a position where he doesn't have much room to to really negotiate that much. I mean, if the Avalanche and I don't know what they're at, they're offering him. What they offered Graves was a lot higher than what I thought he was going to get. So maybe I am mistaken on what they are going to offer Tyson Jost. But I mean they have room to sign. That's not the issue. And now they also have to sign Devin Taves from the Islanders. And they have enough money to get both of those deals done, but I just wonder why Tyson Jones hasn't been signed yet when he doesn't have a lot of, of negotiating power right now, just based on his play. And I think he wants to stay in Colorado. I think he wants to play better. I think the avalanche expect him to play better and I think he can play better. So giving him a deal 
with what, what's on the qualifying offer, is there a reason why that's not signed yet? You know, you want to get the, 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 the bigger RFAs, and I don't mean to slight Tyson Jostin saying that, <clears throat> excuse me, but you want to get the, the bigger RFAs, and they did. They took care of Burkowski. They took uh, care of Nachuskin, you know, and, and those were kind of like their big ones. And then they took care of Graves. It's almost like they did these in order of importance. But on the other hand, Tyson Jones really shouldn't be that difficult of a deal to get done. If you want him, which clearly the Avalanche do, um, you know, that offer, I mean, if you're going to negotiate that, it's not like you're millions of dollars apart. So those are the ones that sometimes get done first because they should be simple. You know, the Burkowski deal, I was shocked that went as quick as it did. Not that I didn't think that they were going to sign him. I did. But I thought that might take a couple days and a little bit of back and forth. And in the end, you're not that far apart. So you come together on a deal. For Jost, I mean, it, it, it's pretty cut and dry with what they're offering him is not going to be that much higher if if he's wanting something else and i'm shocked we we're, we're to you know wednesday now and this deal a deal for for tyson shows hasn't gotten done yet so i don't i don't think it's something where they're gonna you know they're, they're looking to get rid of him they've said they want him back and i do think he wants to come back so it's an interesting uh, it's, it's just an interesting little tidbit that's going on between the Avalanche and Joseph. And we've heard nothing. <clears throat> we have heard nothing out of the Avalanche camp or the Tyson Joe's camp on where this is going, why it hasn't gotten done yet. And it makes you wonder if they got Burkowski done so quickly, if they got Nachuskin done so quickly, if they avoided arbitration with those guys and avoided arbitration with uh, Graves who requested it, we thought that's where we were headed was arbitration with Graves. And Joe Sackett got in front of that and said, no, we're not going to deal with that. Tyson Jost was not up for arbitration. So I'm a little bit surprised that that deal has not get done, gotten done, that he's the last piece of the puzzle for the Avs and, and you have your roster. Whether or not he's going to be that last winger on the fourth line, that's a whole other story. That's something that they'll take care of in training camp, whenever that may be. So will it get done? Yeah, I definitely think it will get done. I don't think that's the concern. I think, you know, Tyson Jost will be a part of the avalanche next year. I, I don't see any reason why he really wouldn't be of everything that they've said. Uh, and just the, the backing that they've had on him pretty much his entire career so far. So we, we will, we will see though. I think, I think something probably will get done pretty quickly. If, <laughs> if Joe Sackick is already having, contract talks with Gabe Landeskog for after next year, you know, he's working on this. So I, I would expect something coming from the Jost camp relatively soon. All right. <clears throat> so let's get to our sponsors for the day. And then uh, on the other side of that, we'll talk about uh, Nikita Zadorov, who is no longer an avalanche and had some, had some not so nice words about the Avs fans. Not like a, a really like deep jab. It was just, we'll get to it. You probably maybe have already heard about it, but we'll get to it. All right. So today, uh, from the best selling authors of the Daily Stoic comes the Ultimate Stoicism Guide 
to success, resilience, and virtue to accept what you cannot control and adapt to what you can. A philosophy sports team across the country are successfully adapting. Lives of the Stoics, the art of living from Zeno to Marcus Aurelius is available now wherever books are sold. So definitely check that book out. Also brought to you by Roman. Talking about erectile dysfunction is not easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like I lost my mojo or we avoid it altogether with excuses like I had a long day at work or sorry, honey, I am not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can provide provide real medication. It's simple, safe, totally discreet. When with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked on and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online survey today and connect with a healthcare professional to take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved, you get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That is GetRoman.com slash locked on NHL. GetRoman.com slash locked on NHL. All right. Um, Nikita Zadorov is no longer an Av. We know that. Headed to Chicago and kind of took a jab. Did take a jab. But is he really wrong? So what what he was talking to the, the Chicago media through a Zoom call and, you know, said all of the things that one would say when he's going to a new team. He's happy to be where he is. Uh, he did release something thanking Avalanche fans. Everything that you expect of a player who was really, he was beloved by Avalanche fans <clears throat> for the most part. And then, you know, he said something to the effect of, and, and I'm paraphrasing that, whenever the Chicago Blackhawks came to the Pepsi Center as the away team, it almost felt like the Avalanche were the away team because he said about 75% of the arena was filled with Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. Is he wrong? I don't think it's 75%. I don't even think it's 50-50. But Blackhawk fans travel. They travel well. They they are across the, the country. And there are certain teams in every sport, no matter what city you go into, you will find fans for that. Cowboy fans, you can find them in every state. And any game that they're at, they they travel well. Denver Bronco fans travel well. I, I went to a New York Jets game in New York, and you could see orange all over MetLife Stadium. So Denver fans travel well. Steeler fans travel well. Chicago Blackhawk fans travel well. So I, I don't think it's a, a you know slight on the Avalanche fans. Like the, they're not supporting the Avalanche. Clearly they are. And he was a part of some of the or, – or, you know, the – one very bad team from not that long ago, which probably always seemed like a, an away game to them. So he's probably referencing many different times. But right now, you know, the Avalanche are one of those teams where if they're doing very well, people are there. And the Avalanche are one of the favorites. So you would think that this year 
that might be tilted a little bit more in the Avalanche favor, at least when it comes to the Blackhawks. There's still going to be Blackhawk fans there, and they're loud. They're very loud, and they they are going to support their team. But uh, because the Avalanche have a pretty dominant team, um, I think you're it, it, like I said, it's not even really fifty fifty. He, he's he's wrong on the percentages, but he's right on the, they're there and they're vocal. So I think it was just like one last jab to you know as I'm sailing off into the sunset and heading to Chicago. You, you can have that one, Z. You you kind of earned it. So um, we'll be fun to look forward to him back there, though, and uh, see who he maybe wasn't friends with. Because that, that happens a lot when a guy gets traded. I think it was uh, uh, when – I can't remember who got tra- – uh, Cody McLeod and who – it was somebody on the Avalanche. The first that when he got traded, they went at it. They went at it hard. Um, so you could tell you could oh, it was Jerome McGinley. Jerome McGinley and and Cody McLeod went at it like the first time they saw each other after after he was traded. So maybe that'll happen. We'll see. So, but we'll get more into that when uh we have the host of the Locked On Blackhawks on. So definitely listen to that. All right. Matt Nieto no longer in and uh an avalanche player he has moved on to the san jose sharks one year deal it's uh, eight hundred thousand i think seven or eight hundred thousand i think it's eight hundred thousand it's one or the other but i'm, I'm almost positive it's eight eight hundred thousand could be wrong i'll double check really quickly but you know and and this will probably be the last time we really talk about him but i kind of wanted to just give him a kind of like a goodbye um he was one of those guys that you just liked he, he was a very loved in the locker room and on the ice, there were moments where they really relied on him, especially on the power play. Or I should say on the penalty kill. I apologize. On the penalty kill. He was almost their quarterback on, on the penalty kill. And I think they will miss that about him. And that's not to say that the guys that they brought in can't you know replace him. I think the Avalanche are loaded at all levels, including the power play, including the penalty kill. But that's just a guy that, has been around this team for a while. The camaraderie aspect, you can't deny that. And I think he was never going to be that guy that, you know, made an all-star game or something like that. But the way that the Avalanche team was built, uh, he was a perfect, perfect person for, for this team. And he was big in the community and gave tickets away. I understand to, you know, parents that, you know, that had were had kids that, you know, struggle in life. And he was all about stuff like that. So the Sharks are getting a, a good player in many aspects, a good player on the ice and a good player off the ice. So, uh, he, you know, was he like a fan favorite? Yeah, I'm sure, you know, he was kind of that guy you could rely on. You could rely on. So, Maybe just you know an odd man out with with the signings and everything because Avalanche could have forked over the seven eight hundred thousand, they could have got that for a year. But I think it was uh, you know it's just time to move on from Matt Nieto. So good luck with the Sharks. Uh, thank you for your time in Colorado, and it, it, it was enjoyable to watch them, I, especially on the power play. Or the I keep saying power play, especially on the penalty kill. 
Um, you felt pretty good about the Avalanche killing a penalty if he was out there. So the Sharks probably overnight have gotten a better penalty kill thanks to Matt Nieto. So, all right. Uh, we will take one more short little break and then get to what everybody's been waiting for and the uh, season grade for Nathan McKinnon. But first, we are going to hear from Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. Been talking about Built Bar for quite a while now, and Built Bar is the great and healthy energy and nutrition bar for the health-conscious guy or girl. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. If you're on the keto diet, they are great for that. 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs. They're just great for you. Some of the fantastic flavors they have, 12 original flavors, 6 brand new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, double chocolate, toffee almond. The list goes on and on. Go to BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code Locked On, and you will get 20% off of your next order. Once again, BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON and you get 20% off of your next order. Okay, Nathan McKinnon. So we will get to the Twitter poll. And yeah, it it went the way that you would expect. 93% with an A, 6% with a B, and if you did quick math, you realize that adds up to 99%. Where's the other 1%? We had some jokers, maybe one, uh, with a D. Clearly not taking it serious, which is fine, whatever. So, uh, no, you know, 93% A wins out immensely. I, I don't, I, even the B, I, I don't know what, may, maybe people were trying to be funny giving him a B. And then some people went really off the rails and gave him a D. So uh, I would like to know the people who gave him a B and, and what their reasoning is, because uh, it's not like he had a bad postseason. A lot of these votes have been going the way of, uh, you know, good, you know, two, separating it into two seasons. I'll give him this for the regular season. I'll give him this for the postseason. Adam Graves comes to mind uh, uh, immediately. Ryan Graves. I say Adam Graves. Wow. Uh, comes to mind immediately for uh, two different grades. So you can't really do that with Nathan McKinnon because he was amazing in both. So we'll get to some comments here. There was a good amount of them. Uh, our good friend Kyle Sullivan said he and, and I asked, what you know, what did it? What is it about Nathan McKinnon? Just let me know what it is for you that makes this guy incredible. And like I said, our good friend Kyle, he his skills unmatched. His determination is unparalleled and his speed is unnatural, which is so true. Uh, he is the nucleus of the team and the driving force that has been the at, that has seen the abs climb from the basement of the league to com- cup contenders in just a few short years. You can't deny any of those words. That's absolutely true. He's been behind this turnaround and is a big reason for the big turnaround. Uh, Rebecca says he's incredible. His conditioning is inhuman. So true. His speed is better than most. His ability to put the team on his back is nearly unrivaled. He has more grit than any star should. And his hockey heart is one of the biggest in the NHL. We're so lucky to have him. 
that last line is absolutely true. Don't take this guy for granted. I don't think Avalanche fans do. They know they have uh, one of the top two players in the league. And if it wasn't for that Connor McDavid guy, we probably would have the best player in the league, uh, hands down. But we have to deal with him whenever we have these lists. So, uh, And I was saying, if he can get a cup, if he can just get a cup before McDavid, he goes to the top of that list. I think you have to put him there because you have to take that into account. You can talk about skill all day long if you want to put McDavid over him on the skill department. I mean, I think, fine, McDavid maybe edges him out by the slightest of margins. But if you're going to take in to account, and you have to put stats in there too, and McDavid has the stats, but whoever gets the cup first separates themselves from the pack. And obviously we hope that's going to be McKinnon. Uh, Ryan, uh, old Ford Ryan says, who who voted B? I want to know that too, Ryan. Uh, What the hell? What does the man have to do to get an A? Uh, uh, maybe win that cup. Maybe until he wins that cup, maybe people will always give him a B for whatever reason. Um, I don't know the name of this this gentleman. Oh, at Shred Colorado says, "What can you say? He's a game changer. He's always got one more gear than anyone else. You can see his hunger to win in his play. In my opinion, the best in the league." I am right there with you. I believe the same thing. Karen says, is there really another grade for the guy uh, that held the team together when major injury struck us? Nope, there isn't. He deserves an A plus, 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 which is, you know, um, that's very true, Karen. You know, up until now, I haven't talked about the injuries, but he was the one guy who was, who got through unscathed until the very end. And he was going on an injured list for a couple of weeks and only missed two games until the pause. So he lucked out there, but that was at the very end. He held this team together along with all those other guys that came up. You have to give them credit too, but he never went down. And he, I think he takes pride in that. He is, he's built and he, he maybe doesn't really appear that way. Uh, but he is, he's rock solid and you, you, you don't see him on the, his body on the ice much. You don't see that too often. Because uh, his his stamina is unmatched and his balance is unmatched. So, what do we got here? Uh, at Avs Hockey Two, in words of some guy on TV, sometimes a plus 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 plus. Absolutely, Lothar just gave the thumbs up emoji. It's short, simple, to the point. Love it. Uh, Dave G said he gets an M for VP in my book. The uncommon man. He was the best player in 2020. Drysidle posted big numbers, but the Oilers were still a dismal team. Big Mac put the entire Avs team on his back for two months when most of the team was injured and kept them in the running for top speed in the toughest NHL conference. Yeah, that's, you know, the Avalanche year in and year out playing a, a very tough, not only a tough conference, tough division. And it got better with free agency. Vegas got better, obviously. Well, Shouldn't say that yet. We don't know what the final roster is going to be with Vegas because of this signing with Petrangelo. But uh, a lot of teams in their division got better, definitely in the conference. So that's a it's a good point that he goes up against the best multiple times a year. Uh, and it shows by technically everybody in Colorado's division making the playoffs this year, thanks to COVID and extended playoff teams. Bleed Burgundy and Blue said whoever voted B needs a slapping. 
I'm not going to condone violence, but uh, I understand what you're saying. And uh, Rebecca responded to that saying they must have accidentally hit the wrong button, which could have happened because once you hit a button, you can't go back and change it. So uh, maybe we'll just say that we'll say they accidentally hit the B and then they could not. And the person who hit the D clearly just having jokes. So to kind of just go over his stats again, just because they're fun. 69 games played, 35 goals, 58 assists, 93 points, plus or minus of 13. So, And then you just look at the, the last three seasons, 97 points in 17-18, 99 in 18-19, 93, obviously, like I just said. And the, the other thing that really stands out is his penalty minutes, gone way down. So in 17-18, 55, the following year, 34, this last year, 12. And that led to a Lady Bing Award for him. <clears throat> so he's playing, I mean, he's playing hard. We, we see that all the time. He plays hard every single shift he's out there, but he's playing smart. And I think that's a, a big turnaround in his game is, you know, he, he's not letting little things get to him where he maybe he'll take like a silly penalty. Uh, and, and he's completely turned that around. Playoffs this year, you know, a man... Man possessed 15 games, nine points, 16 assists, 25 points, a plus 13. Oddly enough, had uh, in those 15 games, he matched his penalty minutes total for the season with 12. So, uh, you know, that is what it is. But, and I believe the 25 points held up throughout the playoffs to number four throughout the playoffs. So he was the fourth highest scorer, and he played two less series than everybody else. I mean, what what can you say about him that hasn't been said? The only thing you know left on his list is personal heart trophy, team Stanley Cup. You gotta think the talent that this man has; he'll get both of those at some point in his career, sooner rather than later, uh, would be my guesstimation. Uh, and the way the Avalanche is set up right now, he with his contract the way it is, and he doesn't complain about that. He, he we've even said he's even gone on record saying he would take less money again. I don't see that happening, and not because he'll when you know the time comes where he needs to negotiate, he will say, uh, you know, I want you know most money, or you know, I was just kidding, or whatever. I don't even think it's going to get to that. I think Joe Sakic's not even going to let him talk and just say blank check. <laughs> Sign what you want on there. Um, it's he's he's we are. I remember the person who said it, but we're, we're we're lucky to have him on our team. You know, without him, we're probably a very good team. But you need somebody like this on your team. You need an all-world type of freakish hockey player on your team, and you don't get them too many times. So I don't know why he picked number twenty-nine. Maybe somebody out there does know the reason for that um if you do let me know but i kind of like to say well you can't wear 99 anymore so why not wear 29 don't shoot me on that one so uh that's gonna be it today ladies and gentlemen so uh we have to find out who's next on our list too you can look that up real quickly but um yeah definitely check out the two shows coming up with Locked on uh, Blackhawks and locked on Islanders. 
we'll be talking about those two the two big trades that went down so um definitely check those out thursday and friday and check out locked on nhl for everything going on around the league lots going on it's free agency market is still open there's still guys being signed so definitely check that out and uh adam decker and i will be on the the thursday show by the way so who's next oh god yeah here comes another a kale mccarr Next on the list for the 2019-2020 season grade. That will go up tomorrow. We'll talk about that one on the Friday show as well. So that's going to do it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for voting for Nathan McKinnon. Go vote for Kale McCarr when that goes up tomorrow. And we'll see you then. Take care. Thanks for tuning in. Go, Abs, go. Go.